I'm Aaron Weintraub, and this is Inside Kurdistan. There has been an international rise in what I'm just going to call generically gym culture in the past 30 years or so. Uh, And in the Middle East, I would say that this culture has really taken root, uh, especially in the past 15 years. Uh, It's hot outside and the infrastructure uh, and space in certain cities doesn't really leave a lot of room for conventional sports. So gyms have really taken over here. Uh, And within gym culture, uh, there have been, you know, a lot of different subsections that have developed. And I would say that the two biggest cultures that have really taken over are MMA and CrossFit. And with those two trends, there has been a huge uptick in interest, uh, specifically with young men, which I think is actually a net positive. Uh, But an issue uh, that has been raised is the use of steroids and hormones. uh, And that has become rampant in the gym culture uh, in Erbil and Kurdistan in general, with even trainers and coaches uh, pushing unregulated, dangerous amounts of drugs on uh, potentially kids who are just trying to find an outlet and to get in shape and find a community here. And sometimes these drugs are sold in protein stores here uh, by store owners who make deals with gyms uh, to push these medications onto participants who are just trying to get bigger. Uh, And it's really become an issue that hasn't been discussed as openly as it should be. So today I have two guests. Uh, I have Bilin Dilshad, uh, who is a CrossFit trainer here, and we speak about his own background and passion for fitness, uh, the history of CrossFit and gyms here in general, and uh, the overall problems with the hormone treatments that have really taken over the culture here. And the second is actually a couple of follow-up questions with the Minister of Health, uh, Saman Barzinji, uh, that I asked in an interview in last week's episode that have been tacked on specifically with this episode in mind. So if you're interested in other topics I discussed with the minister, you should check out last week's episode. It sort of goes hand in hand with this week's. My questions with Minister Barzinji address the issues with enforcing regulations on these hormones being sold in very public outlets. Uh, But first off, uh, here's my conversation with Bilant. Belinda Shah, thanks so much for joining me today. Hi, hello. Thank you so much. So pleasure to be here with you guys. Thank you so much. I wanted to start with your own background. Uh, could you? You've been doing training or working out for CrossFit for about fifteen years. Uh, so could you give me your own personal history uh, to becoming a trainer today? Yeah. So. I've um, been working out for myself since 15 years from now, almost 15 years, you can say. And I've been coach for gym coach, uh, like eight, around eight years from now. And I'm doing now in the end, it's like a CrossFit. I've been doing CrossFit for four years and I'm a CrossFit coach certified by the CrossFit company, two years. Yeah. Could you tell me a little bit about CrossFit as a trend, as a fitness trend, a little bit about the history and then how it came to Iraq. So CrossFit is a modern uh, uh, sport, as a very new, you can say, it's first uh, started from 2000 by a guy named Gary Klusman in California and U.S. in America. And then uh, it's grow all around the world after that till now. Now it's very famous, uh, very famous in all around the world, you can say. And uh, now people in all ages, they are going into CrossFit. CrossFit is uh, a very uh, like helpful, helpful for all other workouts. Like, for example, I'm a football player. I can do CrossFit. I'm a, I'm a swimmer. I can do CrossFit. I'm a bodybuilder. 
I'm doing CrossFit. I'm a fitness. I'm doing CrossFit. So CrossFit is help you in your in in to approve your your specialite in every kind of sport. Mm-hmm. And plus for normal people, sport is is from uh, the CrossFit is is create from the our normal life routine. Like how you sit, how you stand, how you lay down on the floor, how you pick up things from the ground, how you lift up things, how you push and pull the things. So we work on this basically and to teach people to, to do it in the right way in their daily life and to improve their uh, body uh, capacity, flexibility and uh, their strength, muscle strength. And in CrossFit, the nice thing that you can you can control your weights. You could, you want to grow, you want to lose fat, you want to lose weight, or you want to stay in your shape, or you want to have more muscle. So of course, by by following the the good food program, which is we what we recommend uh, in CrossFit, and by doing workout. So, you began training about eight years ago. What made you transition from just working out to becoming a trainer? Uh. I I love it. So I, I love what I do. So that's why I want to also, and I see a very good result on myself, actually. Of course, when I start, nobody can start by, by yourself without any coach. So I had coaches, then I studied, then I want interested more, and then I go to courses, then I go take certificates, then I, and I grow till now, till this day. I'm, I'm, I'm just, uh, last, last week I take a new certificate. So till now, I'm, I'm just studying every day, I'm just looking for a new course, a new certificate, a new adventure, because I, I don't like just, okay, I'm a CrossFit coach and I sit and I just teach people, no. If like this, after one or two years that I have to, like, oh my God, I'm, I'm very, v- very far from everyone, you know? So I have to be always, like, you have to be always in the top, always to see that, because every day we have a new workout, new programs, new courses, new knowledge about uh, our human anatomy. So uh, that's why, I, 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 I like this job. I, I love it. That's why I'm doing it. Not because of like a job for money. No, because I love it. I love to do it. I want to train people and see the uh, result. I'll be so happy when I, oh my God. I train, I've been training this guy or this girl for two months and now they, she can sit and he can, he can jump or he's in very good shape now. So this makes me so happy. You mentioned actually something about getting a certificate. Uh, and there's a lot of CrossFit gyms uh, in Erbil now uh, and uh, in general in Iraq and around the world, I was wondering if you could tell me what the difference between getting a certificate as a CrossFit trainer and a non-CrossFit tra- uh, like a, a CrossFit trainer that doesn't have a certificate. What is the difference between those two? The different, the different is when uh, you, you should be certified by CrossFit company. Mm-hmm. How you will be certified by, uh, of course, study CrossFit program, which is uh, a book more than 300 pages, 250 to 300 pages. And when you study, you'll be ready. You'll be have a two kind of exams, one uh, by paper, of course, and one by physically. And when you pass both, and then you will get your certificate. And by the way, it's not easy. Uh, physically, you should be in very good techniques. And uh, when you have exams, like 15 questions, 50, and you should pass all 50, your result should be 100%, otherwise we will not pass. So... Uh, and then you can be a CrossFit coach, and then you can teach people in the right way to avoid your injury. Because when you study, you study about the injuries and how to avoid them. You study about the anatomy of the of the human, mm-hmm. and when who have a problems 
on how to try to fix this problem, make it better. Maybe some, some problems you cannot fix it's from childhood, but you can make it better. Or maybe some kind of like diabetes or some blood pressure, some long life sickness. So you can also help this to not fix it, but to make it better, to make it like uh, to go on with, with, the, with the person easier. So, so the, when we study, we study how to avoid these things, how to train the people in a safe way in the future. They will not be have problem in them lower back, knees, or any joints, or problem in the muscles, or in their shape. So, how many gyms are CrossFit certified in Erbil? Right now, there is no CrossFit gym certified in Erbil, but now we're working on to, to make one. Hopefully, soon it will be. But there is only two coaches certified by CrossFit company in Erbil, mm-hmm. in Kurdistan. In Iraq, totally there is four to five coaches which they are certified. Mm-hmm. Because there's like 20 gyms in Erbil alone that the, claim to be CrossFit gyms. There is more than 20 gyms, but the, yeah. But there is some gyms, they, they even uh, make a reclaims for themselves that they, we are... We, we are doing CrossFit, but it's not CrossFit. Even the coaches are not certified, and the kind of workout they are doing, they are not CrossFit. Uh, maybe they don't know, or maybe they know, but they are, I don't know. So I don't know what the reason is, but it's something bad because it will make cause uh, bad injuries for the people, and they can, make, they can be the reason that the, the, the person that can never ever go to, can do some kind of workout or something physically again. The average person, I would say, doesn't know about CrossFit registry. Like, I don't know anything about that. I don't know about the test or or the how. How would you go about educating people more about the difference between sort of what is a real CrossFit gym and a, a, a just a gym that uses the word CrossFit? First thing I recommend that if you go to train, you just check if the coach is certified by CrossFit, if the coach have experience in CrossFit, and then okay. I can you can teach me CrossFit. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you check that? By uh, by by ask the 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 coach, mm-hmm. and you can see the coach if he's certified. Or there is a website CrossFit.com on, on uh, online. Just write in the Google CrossFit.com, select the coach, select the country, for example Iraq, and you can see who's certified. And there in the website you can contact them. You can find them email, and you can send them email directly. Hey. I'm in Iraq, I'm in Erbil, I want to do, do CrossFit. So that's what CrossFit do, do it, who put the name of the coaches who are certified by themselves in the website and they give them the email so you can contact the, contact the coach to, to not go do other coach that who don't have certificate and cause you a big issue and problems. Okay. So having that network is very helpful. I think it's part of a trend of sort of fitness becoming very industrialized. Uh, I think like that there's a formal website, a registry for, for coaches is, is new. I mean, that wouldn't have existed 15 years ago when you started out. I, I, I want to transition to talking about the new generation of fitness. We have these especially young men, uh, it, especially particularly in this region because young men don't necessarily have a lot of places to go where they can interact in sort of a healthy, normal kind of way all the time. People live with their families. Uh, uh, you can become very isolated very quickly. And so there's a culture uh, here, a gym culture here, uh, that particularly attracts young men uh, to uh, uh, do CrossFit, hang out, 
things like that. There's also soccer and uh, or football rather and basketball, but uh, particularly gyms, I think, are are a very big trend. Why do you think that is? Uh, people, there is many kind of people actually. They, 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 there is the, the young. We can the young generation. They are looking for to get in the good shape and muscle, mm-hmm. like muscled body. They want really. And the other, other kind of who's going to gym, who they have a problem, what they did something wrong in them daily use. They pick up some, for example, pick up something from the floor and they get back injured or some. Or they play football, they have problem in knees, so, or they have some kind of sickness with muscle. Mm-hmm. So, so they want to come to gym to fix that or to make it better. But the most, most of them, like the young generator, they they're looking for to get in shape or to get a a huge muscle or beautiful body, which is something good. Like uh, it's something nice to see that your mm-hmm. young people that they are. But like they are not they are away from sitting at home or playing games or going to bad places or 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 doing bad stuff than coming to gym to spending their time in the gym. That's something very nice. I'm so much happy to see this. But on top of that, there is a culture, and this is what I actually want to get into more is of hormones and steroids that has become very, very prevalent uh, in this culture. I was wondering if you could tell me generally speaking, when did the trend of hormones start? coming into the the gym culture here yeah so this problem really like we are facing too much now and this is something so bad and uh, uh, how much we try to avoid it or to try to to understand the young generation to be away from this uh, by 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 getting to to eat healthy food and be away from using hormones or or uh, any kind of, or, of the stuff because it really will cause them many issues, many problems in future. The thing is they are too young and they are so much motivated. Mm-hmm. They want fast result and this is, and uh, or they are, there is not, there is no someone guide them in the good way when they go. They just go by themselves and they, they're looking, oh, this I see this guy is so big. I want to be the same. But here, the coach should be see the role to go to guide them, to tell them, look, I'm a coach, I have experience in this, I've been through this, or I see many cases before, never ever think about this. Look, you want to be healthy, you come to be better or to be more bad. You come to be better, right? So you will train in a good way, healthy way, you'll eat healthy, you'll be very healthy, very beautiful body, and you'll be very longer, live very longer, keep your muscles. Opposite way than using hormones. What is how? First of all, how do they get their hands on these hormones and steroids? Unfortunately, um, you can find in in local bazaar in many protein shops, mm-hmm. or uh, maybe some some gym owners, or I don't know some coaches. So uh, they can just go and take it. They don't know what is it even for. What kind of hormone? There is a lot of kind of hormones, and everyone have many side effects. But they don't know. They just see that okay. After one, two, three weeks, they have different in looking <laughs> in them shape, but they don't know inside what caused them. What is some of the side effects? What 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 can happen if you take these hormones? side effects? Look, like there is there is many side effects. The easier one, we go too hard. The easier one that. It causes you, disturb you in sleeping, it's make you angry, bad mood, mm-hmm. angry person, 
not happy plus getting your hair loose plus getting very big issue in your heart blood pressure diabetes and uh, you sometime can lose your kidney or your livers do you know anyone who's had serious health issues because of using these hormones i mean uh yeah we can see in our in but by my our career i see a lot of them of mm-hmm. course i i see a lot of when i am in the gym training or i train people i see and i see many people that they 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 gone from gym and after a while they come up and hey what's up where are you been uh, i had a problem with my kidney why because of i use the hormone and I some some person I see I see someone like oh I used to see you in gym I see someone in park for example or or just he can run now or someone in the restaurant why you stop training I was using hormone and now I I lost my arm or I lost my my liver or I lost my my you know because sometimes it cause you you can, you can cut your hand or cut your legs mm-hmm. so so these things is been through yeah yeah I, I can see is it legal to sell hormones at these protein shops? Uh, actually, I don't think so. It's legal, or it 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 can be it can be uh, the right way to sell hormones should be the coach by experience for who to to write a course for the person who's going to competition, not normal uh, a person who wants just to have a fit body, mm-hmm. who a person who wants to go to competition, for example. I want to go competition. I will go to one professional coach who have experience in how using hormone. I ask him to write for me what I can use with my program of food and workout. And then I go doctor. I check myself. I check my kidney, my liver, my blood pressure, my heart. And I check many other tests. Everything fine. Ask the doctor. It's fine. And then I use when I use, I have a specific time, one month, two months, three months. Mm-hmm. I have to stop. I cannot continue using hormone all year. When I stop, there is another kind of of supplement which you use, uh, kind of hormones you can use that is clean your kidney and liver. You have to take the cleaning cycle after that to, to clean your body from inside, from this what you use. You see how much is bad. Mm-hmm. So when you take it, you have to clean it. You cannot just take it and leave it in your body. Do you, because you were telling me before, and I, I want to go through this list. You've given me a couple of, uh, yeah. of, of examples. There's testosterone and then, uh, enanthate. There's cestinone. Uh, there's nandrolone, uh, decanoate. Uh, yeah. And I will write these in the description uh, 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 below for the podcast because I, I'm yeah. sure I'm not pronouncing them correctly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and there's also uh, testosterone uh, cipionate. Could yeah. you give me a little more details about these these kinds these, of yeah. these kind uh, uh, what I give you it's about just the the most dangerous hormones mm-hmm. what is now in now the young people they are using it it's now is in you can found in many protein shops so this or or many other shops I don't know like uh, something's very bad and this kind this this what cause you uh, money problem if you don't know how to use it. Or if you overdose it, or if you use it for a long term, uh, or uh, this is this kind of hormone they are using only for when a person will go to stage for competition, because this will help you to grow your muscle so fast, to give you a, a huge muscle and to increase your your capacity, muscle capacity to make it stronger, to can lift more weight, mm-hmm. but will cause you more side effect than that. 
can it kill you? It can kill you for sure. It can give you so many problems in your heart. It can give you, from, for normal person, it can cause you the heart, uh, the blood pressure sickness for all your life. Mm. You'll be have a blood pressure. Uh, it can give, uh, cause you diabetes for all your life. What kinds of things do you think the government should be doing to regulate these protein shops? I hope they will they they check uh, the protein shops or any other shop that is selling this, and I hope they can put some kind of rules that they cannot sell it. Like obviously for everyone, okay, you, uh, for someone professional or by by some doctor note or someone professional who in this sport who want to go to competition but not allowed for everyone, even young person, like sometime under 18. Mm-hmm. They just start to gym, 17 years, 18 years, they go, they, they don't know anything, whatever they, they give them. Yeah, and your body's still developing at that point. Yes. And you're not a fully grown Yeah, person. and you give this one, and it's, it's many, many big problems, really. Mm-hmm. So dangerous. Well, Bilan, thank you so much for giving me your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Aaron. It's a very pleasure to be here with you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much to Bilin Dilshad. Uh, and now here's my follow-up with the Minister of Health, Saman Bozinji. Minister Bozinji, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks so much for such interview. I'd like to begin just off the bat with uh, the Ministry of Health and your own personal uh, take on the unregulated use of steroids and hormones here. Uh... You know, hormonal treatment, it is medically should be uh, provided and recommended by the doctors Mm -hmm. and specialized doctors for uh, hormonal uh, doctor, not to be by anybody using. It's illegally. Sometimes you see some people will get in the market. So you can regarding as illegal if they are not uh, getting uh, some pharmacy or any any shops uh, from the quality control directors if they not pass the our measures and requirement according to our regulation we can say it's illegal drug and not to be used we announce it officially to all the companies uh, pharmacy to all even in the media to people they have not to take hormonal because it's dangerous and it's risky not to take just for uh, some time for exercise and somebody will say they have to take uh, for enlarging their muscle and it is uh, really it is wrong uh, orientation and wrong uh, promotion among the people that they will, they will take such drugs we are medically using in the as a growth hormone hormonal ther- therapy as a growth hormone for uh, specialized peoples uh, that they are patients uh, they need and according to the recommendation of the doctor and they have already their own id uh, by their schedule they have to take growth hormone so for as a, as a health uh, ministry we announced uh, people's our people's not to take such a hormone without uh, without uh, uh, recommendation of the specialized doctor. Billand was telling me earlier when we were speaking that there used to be a certain amount of policing of protein stores that peop- that they used to make sure, for example, that protein stores weren't providing these hormones. But that has stopped. Why has it stopped? 
No, uh, till now we have uh, specialized teams uh, going every day to the market, to the shops, and to the pharmacy for monitoring and inspection of their materials. Uh, and according, and even uh, we 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 have more closing of the shops and uh, pharmacy uh, in uh, cooperation with the uh, governorates and uh, quality control and even syndicates of the pharmacy. So we have such uh, measures. Maybe sometime it will decrease or increasing, or as a campaign, sometime we will start uh, as a campaign going to the markets. So. Uh, it is one of the, our uh, parts of the p- working in the, and we have specialized monitoring and uh, investigation for such illegal uh, issue in the market. Well, Minister, thank you so much Thanks for joining so me. Thank you so much for you. Thank you. Thanks to both Bilin Dilshat and uh, Minister Bauzinji uh, for their time on this topic. Inside Kurdistan is brought to you by the Kurdistan Information Network. You can visit us at kurdistanin.net. Uh, be sure to follow us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have any questions or comments on this episode or any of our other episodes, be sure to reach out at info at kurdistanin.net. I've been Aaron Weintraub, and this has been Inside Kurdistan.